the long-awaited Top Gun sequel, Top Gun Maverick. It's in theaters a week today. Uh, We've been waiting a little while for this, since 1986, precisely, for the Top Gun sequel. So it's been a minute or two. Uh, Earlier on the morning show, we had the chance to sit down and talk to two of the film's young stars, the next Mavericks, if you will. You'll hear what it was like to work on this new Top Gun film and with the original Maverick himself, Tom Cruise. We got that interview coming up for you inside the next uh, 10 minutes or so. So the cast, uh, a couple of the uh, stars from the brand new Top Gun Maverick film uh, coming up here momentarily. But first, let's go from the air to the roadways and the very latest on that carjacking of Leaf star Mitch Marner. This happening outside a movie theater in Etobicoke around 745. We're hearing more and more from a Marner's uh, teammates. Uh, we have heard from his agent who says that the star, the hockey star, he is okay, just uh, shaken up. Here's a uh, Leaf captain, John Tavares, because it happens to be that the Leafs are cleaning out their lockers and doing their end of season press conferences. Here's a uh, John Tavares when he was asked about Mitch Marner. Just really happy that he's okay. I think uh, first and foremost that uh, it wasn't more than what it was, and and that he's here and you know he's in good spirits and, and obviously that he's okay. All right, for more on this, let's bring in award-winning automotive journalist Lorraine Sommerfeld joins us once again here on the program. Lorraine, good afternoon. How you doing? I'm okay, thanks. Uh, we wanted to talk to you this afternoon because uh, this is a story that's been around for the last uh, few days. As a matter of fact, York police have been warning about a uh, rise in carjackings in the GTA. What more can you tell us about uh, carjackings on the rise? I think it's terrifying, but it's an extension of car thefts, which have been rising every year, so it's not surprising. But I think people need to know, if someone wants your car, they're going to get it, whether you're in it or not. And he did the right thing. I'm sorry, they, should, they probably didn't know who he was, I guarantee it. They, they target the vehicle they want. These things are sold in usually African countries or in you know other countries. They're, it's already gone. That Range Rover is gone. It hit Halifax the same day, I guarantee it, and it's gone. And it's scary. It's very scary. But all I can say to people is do not fight. Just go. Let them take it. And then I have other tips for not getting your car stolen, sort of. (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah, let's talk a bit more about that, because you and I have talked in the last few months about this rise in thefts out of people's driveways and how they can uh, actually simulate your key fob and open up uh, your your car door and start uh, your car uh, without your key. But again, this is kind of taking things, obviously, and it's escalating to the next level. Uh, This is thieves that uh, they're looking for certain cars, and uh, we're hearing from police, Lorraine, that they will actually kind of, I I don't know, simulate, if you will, an accident, almost drive you off the road right now to get your car? Oh, it's a huge part of the fraud on our insurance. Yes, they'll they'll fake an accident. And if, if, if you don't know where you are and you don't know the people around you and someone bumps you from behind or stages a crash in front of you that looks weird, don't get out of your car. Don't stop. Keep going. Hit 911 and bring help. But don't be faked out, especially if somebody is yelling and, you know, flinging their arms in front of your car to get you a stop. If you're in an isolated area, especially, don't stop. You can call them for help. You're not the one that will help them. The second you stop, other people will come out, they'll grab your car. I hate the world we live in, but it's the one we live in. Just remember, your safety comes first. Your car is replaceable. Talk to your broker. Make sure you have gap insurance. Make sure you have a rental coverage for long enough because we have shortages all over the place. 
So protect yourself the best you can from an insurance angle. If you have a garage, take the garbage cans and the hockey net out. Keep your car in the garage. If you have two cars, put the crappy one behind the good one to block it in. Um, we're getting back to using the club again. Um, hopefully they won't have a hacksaw. They'll get through that. Your car is gone in 90 seconds. Like it's, You can't... Don't fight people. Your safety is the preeminent thing. It's the only thing that matters. Yeah, and is that what these carjackers, is that what they're preying on are uh, oh. people's good graces, Lorraine? Because I think if we see an accident staged or otherwise, and how are we to tell? I mean, your first impulse, I think, for a lot of people, our first instinct is to help uh, somehow. And if you're being, oh, yeah. you know, waved off the road or, or wave over, a lot of times just instinct, instinctively, that that's exactly what we'll do. And that's why I'm trying to tell people there's several ways you can help. Just choose the one that's not the one we traditionally go with, which is to pull over and get out. And I know that's counterproductive. You're still helping if you call for assistance. Everyone has a phone in their car now. Everybody. So call for help for those people. Let the right people come and help them. But you can't set yourself up to be hurt. And unfortunately, it is getting worse. And I hate being the kind of person that says this because I wasn't raised that way. None of us were. But you can get help without putting yourself in danger. And I hate the carjacking thing. Is I can't even imagine the terror. If I just park my car and all of a sudden someone's like got a gun <laughs> and it's yanking me out, I would be shaken forever. But again, remember, don't fight for a car. Don't fight for a wallet, a purse. Nothing. You grab my kid, uh, you know, I'll kill you, <laughs> except my kid is four and a bouncer. But still, you know. There's things to fight for. There's things you absolutely do not, and property is one of them. It's it's replaceable. That is a very, very good uh, reminder for people. And just how sophisticated do we know, uh, Lorraine, are these carjacking rings? Uh, I mean, you mentioned that uh, probably in Marner's uh, case, uh, that vehicle, by the time the story hit the news, I'm sorry, was uh, already on the East Coast, do you think? Oh, I think it's gone. It was in a container and halfway across the ocean. It's They're incredibly sophisticated. I think what we have to realize is that it's not a victimless crime. The high-end car stuff, they're targeting them. They're being used to run drugs. They're being used in sex trafficking. I talked to, um, it, it's a former policeman. He's out west working on task forces now because the vehicles can be physically used to move drugs and contraband and people. Plus, when they get where they're going, they can sell the cars for three times what they sell here. So a vehicle that is in high demand really has a lot of uses for organized crime rings. They could use it in a lot of different ways. But, uh, you know, I say bolster your insurance and make sure you're covered, but please don't keep out of mind uh, for long that this is an incredibly dangerous business. And between money laundering, sex trafficking, the drug running, these vehicles are being used as part of those rings. So we need to bring pressure to our organized crime fighting units to go and we need more action on this. The whole world has to cooperate on this. This is where they're pulling in you know, every level of enforcement to come at it. But it's not victimless. It's not just about money. It costs us all, but it's not just about that. It's really dangerous. When you talk about the need for more enforcement, uh, more action, I think a lot of people are mystified that you could take something as big as just even one SUV. In this case, in Marner's case, it was a uh, Range Rover. Get it all the way to the East Coast, put it in a container, and, and ship it off uh, without anybody asking any questions or uh, checking on this or asking, hey, hey, what are you doing here? What's going on before it sets sail? Well, they'll pick a ring, like an area, geographically an area, and they'll have their eye on 10 or 12 vehicles or whatever, and they're loaded into an enclosed trailer here. 
So sometimes they drive them out, like straight through the night before police are looking for them even. Sometimes cars are gone for driveways. You don't know until the next morning. Like, you know, it's not, so they're not even reported yet. His was obviously reported right away, but they'll put them into enclosed trucks. They'll get them to the border. They go into shipping containers, which you know how many thousands of containers leave ports all the time. And so cars that are stolen in Ontario and Quebec, that's where they're headed. They are gone so fast, and different vehicles may be chopped for their parts. And manufacturers know how easy it is to steal vehicles from a tech point of view with those stupid, stupid push-button starts and key fobs because, sorry, I don't like them, but they also sell more cars and more parts. So the cynic in me um, says not to be looking to manufacturers for more ideas to stop this. It's got to be in law enforcement and people taking reasonable care of their vehicle, blocking it in, putting it in the garage, well-lighted areas, you know, stuff like that. But you can't beat yourself up if someone steals your car because you're up against a wall. Yeah, and when it comes to this rise in carjackings, as we mentioned, Marner was driving a uh, Range Rover. Is it uh, uh, the Range Rovers? Is there a list of vehicles, certain vehicles that uh, people should be aware of if you're in or driving one of these brands of uh, vehicles? Uh, you are more likely a target than in maybe some other cars. Fancy, flashy SUVs are in very high demand in other countries, and for the same reason you want it, so do other people, and because there's quotas for how many can be sold in every country by the manufacturers, theft is the fastest way to get these highly sought-after vehicles into the hands that are willing to pay uh, literally a fortune for them. And again, this is a global problem, and we are all part of this. In North America, we have a really rich supply of these vehicles because we have a lot of rich, we have a rich supply of people. And it's the carjacking stuff is scary. It, it's adding a far scarier element to the car theft thing. I, I write about car theft all the time, but I got to admit this one rattles me because it, it comes out of nowhere. And you're driving, you're doing the stuff you're supposed to do, and especially it's still daylight out at a busy multiplex. Right. So, uh, I think that, and that's something we talked about at the beginning of the show this afternoon, Lorraine, and does this bring it home, I think, uh, for you and so many uh, others, uh, uh, so many other people that uh, you're right. This happened at 745, so it is still daylight. Yeah. Uh, this is in a, a cineplex that many people know, a movie theater parking lot, and it involves somebody that, uh, well, at least we feel we know or know of, yeah. uh, uh-huh. Leafs Mitch Murner. Yeah, it it brings it home. And again, it happens so quickly. I guarantee you people didn't even realize what they were seeing until it was done. And I I, I feel bad because you think if I'm thinking about this, oh, this is what I would have done. I got news for you. It it is within 90 seconds, they're gone. And so you're, you're still calculating what you're seeing play out in front of you. And if you're the person they actually come at, before you even can assess what's going on, I'm, I'm yelling at you, get out of the way and let them go. Run. <laughs> I just hand them. this. Anyone willing to use guns and knives in the daytime at a crowded thing, I, I'm not going to ask them if they want to have a chat about this. And I, I just think it's scary. And it also tells us, please, please, please be aware of your surroundings as much as possible. Don't be distracted by what's happening in your car, phone, music, all that stuff. Keep a look around. Use your mirrors a lot. Be aware of what's going on around you as you're driving. And if you see erratic stuff, which is, could be a fake accident about to happen, things like that. So just be very aware of your surroundings and go back to the kind of driving where you're paying attention to the road and not, you know, your phone.
Mm-hmm. These are all good, timely reminders. Lorraine, I really appreciate your time with us this afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Award-winning automotive journalist Lorraine Sommerfeld on the very latest on this increase of carjackings in the GTA, which now includes amongst its victims, Leaf star Mitch Marner. And we're back after this here on the Jeff MacArthur Show. Stay with us. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.